BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Greetings, it is Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. He will be back with you tomorrow. I'm looking forward to spending the next three hours with you wherever you are in the country. And hey, congratulations. We got a president of the United States of America that says we got like 90% of the people out. So that's like good, right? That's literally what Joe Biden had to say. We now live in a country where we have a president of the United States of America that is such a pathetic loser that he actually believes that leaving only 10% of Americans behind is somehow success. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. That's for damn sure. I would agree with that, actually. like that, I, I agree with Joe Biden on what he just said there. No nation has ever done this before, by golly. Yeah, because no nation has sucked as much as you have. At leaving people behind and then claiming that it is actually a success. Only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it. And we did it today. No, we had the capacity, the will to do what we need to do to get every American out. And then you refused to do it because you decided. And I want to make this clear because there's been people that have said we. We conceded. We surrendered to the Taliban. We didn't do jack crap, America. That guy did. And if you voted for Joe Biden, this is on you. Don't ever lecture me again about, I was so offended by Donald Trump. Donald Trump embarrassed America. Donald Trump was was going to take us to World War III. Remember all that crap? Remember that? Remember when they said, oh, Donald Trump, I, I, he can't be trusted with a nuclear football, the codes, the briefcase. You can't trust Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump is unhinged. Remember all those? Donald Trump's going to get us into World War III because we killed a guy on the tarmac in Baghdad after Iran screwed with us and we said, don't do it, and then we blew him up. Remember that? that? Man, back in the good old days. I'm going to be able to tell my kids about that one time in life. Man, back in the good old days, America, we used to actually blow terrorists up instead of actually handing over entire countries to them. But we did it right, he says. Okay, you need to understand, we did it right. This was, this was inevitable, folks. Don't forget that. This was inevitable. It wasn't inevitable that we walked away as losers. It wasn't an el- inevitable that we left 10% to quote your numbers of Americans behind. But hey, you got to look on the bright side. We did something that was amazing. We really, really did. We made sure that we got like at least 90% of the people out. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. So you other 10% that were beheaded, sucks to be you. Remember, can we grab that audio? I want to I want to play this for you because I think it's important. Remember when Joe Biden said, wasn't like a week ago, we will not leave any American behind. Remember that? That was the good old days. Back in the good old days, Joe Biden would, you know, he would tell you we're not going to leave. They lied to you, folks, and they knew that this was going to happen. We also got word from the Washington Post reporting, and we're going to see more and more of this news come out, that there was a meeting between the United States government and the Taliban. And the Taliban said, we have a problem. And America said, okay, what is it? And they said, either you or we are going to have to control the city where the airport is that you want to use. And we declined to control that city. We decided not to and to only control the airport. The Washington Post, okay, so it can't be fake news, right? It's liberal. I'm quoting the liberal newspaper. New York Times, Washington Post, they compete for the most liberal newspaper in America, is reporting right now that America, that, that, that literally the Taliban said, you guys can control the entire city of Kabul. And we said, no, 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 we just need to control the airport while we get our people out. So we actually premeditated the decision to allow the Taliban to run the city. Not only that, this moron of a president, and I'm trying to not use words that they have to delete after I say them, so you'll understand why I'm being kind to Joe Biden tonight. Joe Biden is a guy that should be fired. Joe Biden should resign. Joe Biden is a disgrace to the United States of America because he left Americans behind and knew he was doing it and lied to you while he was doing it and then said, well, hey, it was a success because at least we got 90% of them out. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. Not only that, Joe Biden even contradicted himself. You know, he said that this was a, a good exit. This was an exit that we needed to happen. This was an exit that must happen. That this was something that was inevitable. And then he said, we're going to have a good exit. Remember that? And now he says, ah, it was a poor exit, but that was inevitable. Like, in other words, nobody could have done a better job than I did, and everybody would have left 10% of Americans behind. Now some say we should have started mass evacuation sooner. No, not some. Everybody says that, you idiot. Th- this guy is not a commander-in-chief. He's, a, he's an old man clearly having mental issues 
cognitively. I hate that for him. But this guy, I wouldn't even trust to drive down the street without hitting a curb or a person. And he's the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. This is a guy who, and I've said this before, when I worked in, in the Bush administration back in 2004 and I worked on the campaign, uh, I, I remember being around Joe Biden, and there were several instances when I was in D.C. that I was around Joe Biden. I've been saying this over and over and over again. Joe, The Joe Biden that I knew back then would never have done what Joe Biden did now. Joe Biden would have never left somebody behind. Something's not right with him cognitively. I, I, I can say that now because the Joe Biden that had 40 years— a political savvy would have known how disastrous this actually was to do this. How un-American this is. How this is a dereliction of duty. How there is actual blood on his hands. This guy is so senile. And I again, I, I go back to whatever it is mentally that's happening to him. Who's checking his watch to see what damn time it is. While he has his hand over his heart. And there are troops that have been murdered that are being taken off of airplanes put into hearse while they're accepting the bodies at Dover. He's checking his watch, and we were told he checked his watch not once. Many of you may have seen that video, right? Which, of course, the fact checkers have said is fake. It's not fake, it's real. But apparently the parents went on TV last night of several of the following and said he checked his damn watch every time that new casket came off. Like, all right, how much longer? How much longer? How much longer? It wasn't just one time. I I don't know where he needed to be. But this old man clearly had somewhere else to be. Maybe it was nap time. Maybe it was juice cup time. I don't maybe it was I need to take my pills time. I don't know. But the Joe Biden of 40 years in service, this guy is not that guy. There is something wrong with Joe Biden. When you go out there and give the speech that he gave today, you should resign for incompetence times two. One, for giving the speech, and two, for what you just did. And the scary part is he actually thinks that you should be praising him tonight. And there's still people in the media that think that you should be praising him as well. The Atlantic. Let me read you their headline. This is not a joke. This is a real headline from The Atlantic. The Atlantic says Biden deserves credit, not blame, for Afghanistan. Let me read that to you again. Biden deserves credit, not blame, for Afghanistan. Americans should feel proud, quote-unquote, of what the U.S. government military have accomplished in the past two weeks. You are the ones that created the scenario for this to be a debacle. You're the ones that told the Taliban we'd rather have you take over this city in Afghanistan that housed the only airport that we can use to evacuate people. Kabul. And you had the opportunity to be in charge of that city while we got our people out, and you said no. Americans should feel proud of what the U.S. government and the military accomplished the past three weeks? No. Leaving 10% of the people behind is not something I'm going to be proud of. Hell, we even left American service dogs behind. I mean, you know you've screwed up royally when Republicans and PETA are agreeing on the disaster in Afghanistan. The only thing that's sick about the PETA story is we're raising more money to get dogs out of Afghanistan than actual human beings left behind of the 10%. But we're like, hey, pretty good job. I mean, for you, 10% sucks to be you. Let me remind you what all has happened that he's now saying it is a success. Service dogs left behind. Afghan children killed by a drone strike, and we relied about that. 13 U.S. service members killed, and that's just the beginning. 
I'm still going through my list over here of everything that went wrong, and then Joe Biden's telling me everything went right. Welcome. It is Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. He will be back with you manana. So let's just go over this list, all right? The Atlantic has a headline now that says Biden deserves credit for uh, not blame for Afghanistan. Americans and service dogs left behind. No big deal. I mean, you have PETA that's united now with Trump supporters. That's when you know you've blanked up so bad beyond all blank ups. When PETA and Trump, when PETA and MAGA are together, 13 U.S. service members killed. It was great. Nothing went wrong. Billions of dollars worth of military equipment in the hands of the Taliban. And then the Pentagon actually had the audacity today to say, oh, don't worry about that equipment. It, it's not, it's, it's, none of it's going to help them. Really? Really? None of it's going to help them. So when they were storming city after city in our Humvees that are armored and all of our equipment and all of our rifles and all of our armory, and they're hanging people from helicopters that we left behind, Black Hawk helicopters, you want me to now believe that all that equipment was like obsolete and old? If it's so obsolete and old, then why the hell are they using all of it? Why are they laying down AK-47s to pick up M-16s? This is how dumb they think you are. This is how little respect they have for you. This is how little respect they have for human life. I've always said this. Don't ever trust a political party or a candidate that has no problem killing innocent children in the womb. This is why. Why would you trust them to get Americans out of Afghanistan if they, will, they celebrate and raise money to kill millions of babies in America in the womb every year? Like, connect the dots, people. It's not hard. They do it for you. Don't ever trust a human being that will kill an innocent life to protect your life if you are in harm's way. Don't ever trust a political party. If you hear nothing else that I say, remember this. Never trust a political party that advocates and fundraises to kill innocent children and expect them to protect your life somewhere else in the world. Because they will look at it as a success. Joe Biden called it a success in Afghanistan by his own numbers, leaving 10% of American citizens behind. No nation. No nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission. Extraordinary success of this mission? How delusional do you have to be? Because I actually believe he believes this. I actually believe that he thinks leaving hundreds, if not thousands of Americans behind is a success. I do believe he's totally insane or incompetent. And this is the commander-in-chief. because, and, and again, you idiots that voted for this guy, this is on you. There is blood on your hands. We tried to tell you there was something wrong with Joe Biden. We tried to tell you he was senile. We tried to tell you that, he was, that, that something wasn't right, that this is not the Joe Biden of the last 38 years. Hell, even, even Barack Obama said, never underestimate the ability of Joe Biden to F things up. I'm quoting a president. It was a success. I mean, except for all the people that are going to be hung from Black Hawk helicopters. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. Yeah, it's a success. I, I promise you. It's a success. Trust me when I tell you it is a success. The Assistant Secretary of State actually had the audacity to come out and say today that leaving behind 22,174 Humvees to the Taliban, 634 M. 
1117. Armored vehicles, basically like tanks. 155 MXX Pro. Mind-proof vehicles. Mind-proof, folks. You put a mine under it, blow it up, and the cars keep going. Nope, no, no, obsolete. Don't worry about it. Armored personnel carriers. Left 169 of those behind. 42,000 pickup trucks and SUVs left behind. 64,363 machine guns left behind. You want to know where my source is for you fact-checking liberals out there? U.S. Government Accounting Office, also known as the GAO. We left 8,000 trucks behind. 162,000 radios, 16,035 night vision goggles or devices, 356,530 assault rifles, that's their words, not mine, 126,000 pistols, and 176 pieces of artillery. I'm talking about like huge A guns. That's not all we left behind. We left behind 33 helicopters. MI-17s, 33 Blackhawks, 43 MD-530 little attack helicopters. We left four C-130 transport planes. We left 28 Cessna 208s, 23 Embraer's 314-A-29 Supers, and 10 Cessna AC-208 strike aircraft. And what do they tell us? Assistant Secretary of of Defense John Kirby says the military equipment we left doesn't pose a threat to the U.S. and neighboring countries. Oh, well, I'm glad you cleared that up. No reason to worry now. (laughs) Even CNN, Clarissa Ward reported, this is CNN, the Communist Chinese News Network, reported on a Texas family abandoned in Afghanistan saying, quote, they have been going to the airport for two weeks trying desperately to get out. They all have American passports. They couldn't get past the Taliban. Well, you're in the 10%. Sucks to be you. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. The other 10%. Sucks to be you. You got American passport? We don't give a crap. We leave you behind. Donald Trump blasted Biden following the nation's botched Afghanistan withdrawal as he should. Every American should be angry. Every American should be ashamed. Every American should be distraught. Every American should want to open up a can of whoop on the Taliban. But we just, not we, let me, oh, no, 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 hold on. I, I say that, and it's not fair to say that. We didn't do this. Joe Biden did this. We did not do any of this. Joe Biden did all of it. Every single bit of it. But if you want to know what he thinks, I couldn't have gone better. We killed it. No pun intended. Yeah, you killed Americans. The American people should hear this. $300 million a day for two decades. You take the number of $1 trillion, as many say. That's still $150 million a day for two decades. It's all about the money, oh. Okay, so now, now we're learning what this is really about then. Joe Biden, a guy that has had no problem spending money and putting us trillions of dollars in debt and putting together an infrastructure plan that 75% of the spending didn't even go to infrastructure is now all of a sudden fiscally conservative on spending. Well, we're just spending too much money in this war, so therefore we had to just leave 10% of all Americans behind. It's about the money now. What have we lost as a consequence in terms of opportunities? I refuse to continue the war that was no longer in the service of the vital national interest of in our April, people. 
Wow. Okay, so we're not going to keep a war going that I don't like, and if Americans get left behind, which they did, I'm fine with it. All right, I'll get your phone calls. I want to get your reaction to this disgusting move by this president. one 877 4373 1-877-377-4373. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. You can also download my podcast. It's the Ben Ferguson Podcast. I'd love to keep up with you that way. Much more ahead. Don't go away. All right, welcome back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse. He'll be back with you tomorrow. I do want to get your phone calls, get your reaction to Joe Biden saying it was a success in Afghanistan. It was it was a huge success. We literally only left uh, behind ten percent of Americans. That's it, man. I kind of I kind of like the Joe Biden of like I don't know eight ten days ago. Well, let me be clear: any American who wants to come home, we will get you home. Uh, if if the option is being hung from a helicopter from a Black Hawk to get me home, I, I, I'm out, bro. I don't know what world you're living in, but what we are witnessing on TV, maybe I should say not on TV because no one has the guts to actually report what's really going on over there. What's happening on the Internet, raw footage coming out of Afghanistan, uh, there are going to be people that are going to come home, and they're going to come home and caskets if we even get them because you left them behind you left them behind this was not a success and anyone that says it's a success is an insane person as for the august 31st deadline oh he's got something to say about that too let me be clear leaving august the 31st is not due to an arbitrary deadline then why didn't you extend it why didn't you extend it until we got every damn American out? Why didn't you use some leverage over the Taliban and say, Taliban, I'll stay in this country as long as I want to. I've been here 20 years. Don't, don't, don't make me angry. I may stay for five or six more just to make you, just because I can. If you don't let me go get every damn person out of this country that I want to get out, otherwise you're going to have hell to pay. You want to know why that was an arbitrary deadline? Because a psychotic, senile old man dealing with whatever it is he's dealing with is obsessed with this legacy moment on September the 11th where he wants to come out and say, I'm the guy that ended America's longest war. You're welcome. Thank me. That is my legacy. Good night. I'm going to take my nap now. He is psychotically obsessed with a moment for the cameras, for his legacy. He wants to separate himself from Joe ba- from from Barack Obama. He wants to separate himself from George Bush. He wants to separate himself from Donald Trump. He wants to separate himself from Ronald Reagan. He wants to be able to say all of you guys got us into different wars and conflicts in the Middle East. Jimmy Carter and everybody else and I'm the guy that was brilliant. I'm the guy that understood never do this. I'm the guy They got us out of this war. Pat me on the back and tell me how amazing I am. The fact that someone wrote this speech, and if you've ever done speech writing, I've had the privilege uh, to work on speeches for uh, a couple of different 
presidential candidates and people that end up being president and work with different candidates with governor. It, it is incredible when you see the words that you write make it to the teleprompter and be said to the world. It's unbelievable when that moment happens. My point is none of the words happen by accident. Joe Biden had to sit down with his speechwriters and Joe Biden had to actually tell his speechwriters what he wanted to say. And they put these words out there and he approved these words and then read these words to the world. And this is a man that that I'm supposed to trust with my life. Uh, I'm out. I made a decision to end this war. That's what it's all about. Part of that decision. That's how it's all about. I made the decision in this war for a guy that just lost. 13 Americans and others clinging to life in Germany in critical condition. And for the hundreds of Afghans that were blown up by the suicide bombers, this guy sure has um, got a lot of anger that you're even questioning his incompetency. We set the date of August 31st for American troops to withdraw. The assumption was that more than 300,000 Afghan National Security Forces that we had trained over the past two decades and equipped would be a strong adversary in their civil wars with the Taliban. That's not that's actually not the assumption. That's a lie. Everybody said that we would need to prop up the ta- we would need to prop up the Afghan forces with air support and intelligence support because they didn't have an air force, you moron. Your own commander said that if you did what you were doing by August the 31st, which was absolutely an arbitrary victory lap deadline, that you decided because you wanted to say on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, look what I did, I'm the brilliant one. They told you this was going to happen. Hell, your own intelligence cables warned that this was going to happen. And said, best case scenario, the Taliban takes over the entire country, including Kabul, in six months. That was best case scenario. There was no scenario from what we now understand that was presented to you that told you that the Afghan security forces could hold together the country, half the country, a quarter of the country, or even Kabul. Everybody told you it would fall into the hands of the Taliban. And you did it anyway. That assumption that the Afghan government would be able to hold on for a period of time beyond military drawdown turned out not to be accurate. I'm sorry. I I go back to what I said a moment ago. Charter is proud to be... I go back to what I said a moment ago. You look at this guy and everybody warned him and everybody told him, pay attention, listen, don't do this. They told him to get Americans out. They said to him, get the Americans and the Afghans and those translators out. There's unconfirmed reports, but many stories stating this right now, that the guy that was hanging from the helicopter in Afghanistan, that famous video slash picture now that has happened was a interpreter. And there's unconfirmed reports that they cut his tongue out and then they hung him. You think that's going to be the last one? Took him four days to figure out how to fly a helicopter straight up and straight down. Four days. They found that interpreter. These are, again, unconfirmed reports, but this is what we've been told. And even if that's not true, they still hung a man from a Chinook helicopter, one of our helicopters, or I say a Blackhawk helicopter. They used our equipment 
to say the to the to the American military, the American people, and the president of the United States of America, here's our middle finger. We just use your helicopter to hang somebody and kill them with your equipment and probably the gasoline that you and I paid for. How you like them apples? And this psycho is telling me this is a success. That this is a success. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and the ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission. It's you have to be mentally insane to believe, and I think he actually believes. That this was a success. Can you imagine if Donald Trump would have done this, how the world would have reacted? Can you imagine the media, what the media would have done to Donald Trump if Donald Trump would have done this? They would have said he is mentally insane, incompetent. He must have down. Hell, they would have impeached him for this speech. You want to know what a scumbag this president is? It's now been confirmed that Biden administration actually left a three-year-old California boy stranded in Afghanistan. And they knew it. This is coming out of Sacramento. The U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan has stranded a three-year-old California boy who they, who they knew was going to be stranded, and they did it anyway. But, hey, this is a guy that's so busy, not once, not twice, but every time a different soldier was brought out, he checked his watch at Dover. Somebody sent me a list of top five things you should never look at your watch. During a ceremony honoring 13 fallen troops. During a ceremony honoring 13 fallen troops. During a ceremony honoring 13 fallen troops over and over again. And that's exactly what he did. Mother of a slain Marine said, quote, all you Democrats who voted for Biden, you just killed my son. I agree with her. The Taliban is going and ISIS and Al-Qaeda are going to come after us, folks. They're never going to stop. And they're going to kill everybody that helped us first. And then they're going to come after us. And this guy says this was a success. It was a failure. Period. It was a failure. I want to get your phone calls. 1-877-377-4373. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse. He will be back with you, Manana. And if you just joined us, uh, Jen Psaki, uh, this makes you feel good. Imagine being an American. You've been told to go to ground. What that means in translation is hide before the Taliban gets you, pulls you out in the street, beheads you, dismembers you, hangs you from a Black Hawk helicopter. And this is what your government, the United States of America, has to say about you. Quote, I cannot say if the Taliban and the U.S. have an agreement on the remaining Americans. What? White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki would not say, after the president spoke of the great success, which was the leaving 10%, his words, not mine, of Americans behind, she would not say if we had a deal done or not. You, 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 like, like, why can't you say it? Because we don't? Because I'm going to go probably with that. I have been pounding, and I hope you guys, if any of you guys listening right now listen to podcasts, please uh, download the Ben Ferguson podcast. I do it every day. But I, I've been pounding Jen Psaki on just how god-awful of a job she has because she has to make up crap. She knows there's no deal. 
We have leverage, by the way. We had troops on the ground. You could have said, you better let us get all these Americans out, or we're going to blow the hell out of you with drones. We're going to have F-16s come flying over, F-22 Raptors, or we're going to put a bunch of helicopters up. We're going to blow the hell out of you in drones. We're going to blow you up all over the country if you don't let our people go to the airport. Do you, do you want to play that game with us? We had that leverage. That all left. Nope, gone. Then we still had a little leverage when we were still at the airport. Nope, got to go. I got a press conference on January the 11th. I'm the guy that's going to say, I got you out of Iraq. You're welcome in Afghanistan. I'm the man. I'm Joe Biden. That's my legacy at all costs. How many Americans you leave behind? Just about 10%. No big deal. We don't even have a deal, folks, for the Americans that are left behind. Now, what does that mean? It means they're going to be killed. Americans will be killed, period. Days, and we abided by the advice of the military. Jeff? Uh, Jen, can you clarify whether the United States has an agreement with the Taliban to allow more Americans and other Afghans to leave the country? Well, I will say, Jeff, that it is our, not just our expectation, but also the expectation of 100 countries around the world, the UN Security Council and others, that the Taliban will abide by what they committed to last Friday, which is the ability of people to leave Afghanistan should they choose to leave. Uh, there need, do need to be ongoing diplomatic negotiations or discussions, I should say. That's a part of what the Secretary of State and his team will be leading. I, I, I mean, the idea that you can negotiate with the Taliban is one stupid. But two, the idea that you could that you should negotiate with them after you've left the country and retreated, you literally surrendered to them, is even more incompetent. And if you're an American citizen, a part of the ten percent, which could be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of Americans left behind, because we still don't know how many Americans are there. That's the other part here. The math that the Democrats are using of actual American souls left in Afghanistan is about as fuzzy as their math is with illegal immigrants coming into this country. How many is it? I know it's only 10, 12 million. Well, hold on, maybe 18 to 20 million. It could be 22 million. It could be 25 million. We don't really know because how would we know if we don't know how many are coming across the border? But we can tell you how many we caught. That's exactly what they're doing now with American souls. Three-year-old kid doesn't matter to them. I go back to the abortion part of this. Never trust a political party to value life when they actively raise money to kill innocent children in the womb. You never trust those people with life because they will always dehumanize and devalue life. The Democratic Party, to be a Democratic candidate, a good Democratic candidate, to have a shot at the White House, you have to advocate for for murdering babies every year. So don't be shocked when they don't give a crap and they call it a success to leave 10% of all American souls behind Afghanistan. And this this is your White House. And then the White House wants to, like, Jedi mind trick you by saying, well, we set the withdrawal timeline, not the Taliban. Well, I, no no crap you did. You did it because you wanted the moment. You wanted the 20th anniversary moment. Joe Biden is psychotic. He has to have that September the 11th moment saying, I did the right thing. I'm right. Everybody else is wrong. All my predecessors are wrong. I'm the one that got us out on the 20th, before the 20th anniversary and pat me on the back. That is my legacy. I am brilliant. This guy's about as crazy as the smartest man he knows in the world. His son, Hunter Biden. At least his son had an excuse, like, I'm a crackhead. I have sex with hookers. I have children with strippers. And I do a lot of coke with strippers and hookers from Russia. This guy's the leader of the free world.
Back to Jen Psaki. Yes. Ask your questions, please. Do we have a deal with the Taliban to get the Americans out? The answer, if you're being honest, hell no. We don't have it. You no, know, they are totally screwed. Americans will die, but we're out. Does Can you clarify whether the United States has an agreement with the Taliban to allow more Americans and other Afghans to leave the country? Well, I will say, Jeff, that it is our... Not- just say no. I mean, just at least, if you're going to screw these people and they're going to die, at least be honest while doing it. Just look in the camera and say to all the Americans left behind, sucks for you. Look at Just look at the camera and be honest. Be like, look, there's a bunch of people that are probably going to be beheaded, but at least 90% of them got out. It's almost like they basically said, well, to win an election, you only need 50 plus 1%. Hell, we got 90. They're doing election math with actual human lives in Afghanistan, folks. All you need is 50 plus 1% of Americans to like you and you get to be the president. That's a fact. And it's basically they're using the same type of math that you use on election night to claim success in Afghanistan, which is, well, at least we got 90% of the people out. The other 10%, you're going to die. Not just our expectation, but also the expectation of 100 countries around the world, the U.N. Security Council and others, that the Taliban will abide by what they committed to last Friday, which is the ability of people to leave Afghanistan should they choose to leave. Uh, There do need to be ongoing diplomatic negotiations or discussions, I should say. That's a part of what the Secretary of State and his team will be leading. But I would note that uh, the Taliban conveyed that on Friday, a leader of the Taliban, uh, Again, more than half of the countries in the world have conveyed clearly what they expect. Do you think the Taliban gives a crap? Let's 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 let me ask you that question. They don't care, folks. One eight seven seven three seven seven forty three seventy three. I'm going to get all your phone calls in here. I had a lot to say, obviously. One eight seven seven three seven seven forty three seventy three. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. We'll be right back. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
tickets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse. He will be back with you tomorrow. So if you want to know what the definition of success is for the Biden administration, it is only leaving 10% of Americans behind in Afghanistan. I wish I was joking, but this is how little they value American lives. We used to have a don't screw with you mentality if you're an American anywhere in the world. We used to have a government that backed you and you knew that you had a different level of safety around the world, that you don't screw with Americans. You don't kill Americans. You don't abduct Americans. You don't um, behead Americans because there will be hell to pay. Not anymore. Nuh-uh. We're like America, just kind of average. That's what we are now. Actually, we're below average. Because other countries wouldn't leave 10% of their people behind. Name another country that had people in Afghanistan that left 10% of their people behind. Did you see Did you see the, the, and the prime minister in the UK have a press conference saying, hey, good news, we got 90% out, what up? No, that didn't happen. Did you see Merkel say anything? No. Did you see France say anything? No. They went gun running, folks. Do you know what gun running means? It means you get a bunch of guns, you get some drones, and you tell the Taliban, get the blank out of your way or we'll blow you to hell. We'll give you your 70 virgins. We're going to go get our people. That's what they did. We didn't. No, we stayed inside those gates of that airport. We stayed because our president, our commander-in-chief, is senile, deranged, and is obsessed with an arbitrary date of getting out of the country so he can have a damn press conference saying, pat me on the back, I'm brilliant, I got us out of Afghanistan. We value life so little in this country under this administration now that only 90% of the people coming home is like victory lap, like you should... You should just thank me that I got that many out. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. What a worthless president of the United States of America. What a worthless president to actually say something like that. You know what I want to see now? I want to see Joe Biden visit troops anywhere in the world. 
I want to see Joe Biden show up for the Army-Navy football game. I want to see Joe Biden show up to troops anywhere in America or abroad. And I want to see their reaction to him. That's what I want to see. You want to know how bad it is? I dare you, Joe Biden, go to a military base and make some sort of speech and watch how they treat you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm belligerent in my Afghanistan speech today. Yes, I'm going to yell. I'm going to blame Trump and everybody else for all the problems that happened. And I'm the one that somehow is like godlike, that knew how to get us out and that 90% of the people getting out was a success. I will yell and I will be angry at you because I'm the president of the United States of America. I have no compassion for the 13 Americans that were killed. I got to check my watch every time a casket comes off a plane. I got to go. Nap time. Give me my juice box. $100 million a day for two decades. That's not true, by the way. Do you take the number of $1 trillion, as many say? That's still $150 million a day for two decades. What have we lost as a consequence in terms of opportunities? I refuse to continue the war that was no longer in the service of the vital national interest of our April. This guy's deranged, folks. I mean, psychotically deranged. You're yelling at the American people that you're right when everybody's saying you're wrong. I want you to think about how big of of, of a screw up this man is. You have PETA and MAGA agreeing. That this was a debacle. Pete is angry because you left the dog behind, the dogs behind in kennels to die. And people that support Donald Trump are angry that you left actual human beings behind. I made a decision to end this war. As part of that decision, we set the date of August 31st for American troops to withdraw. The assumption was that more than 300,000 Afghan national security forces that we had trained over the past two decades and equipped. By the way, I love the the assumption was everyone told you that you were wrong with the assumption. No one was trying to sell you on the country wasn't going to fall. They told you it was going to fall quickly. They told you your assumption of six, nine months was wrong. The, 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 The wires were screaming, don't do this. The military was even telling you, don't do this, and you did it anyway. Don't tell me it was an assumption like the entire room got bamboozled or duped. You're the one that refused to accept the reality on the ground of what was actually going on. But if you guys listen to podcasts, I, I beg of you, go back over the last week and grab my podcast. Call the Ben Ferguson podcast because I went through all of this crap and this timeline and all of the contradictions of Joe Biden over the last six months on Afghanistan. He's only been president for seven months. You don't think that elections have consequences. All you idiots that voted for Joe Biden because you were upset with mean tweets. You were upset with mean tweets and a guy that you said, well, he's an embarrassment to America. We left a three-year-old California boy stranded in Afghanistan. That's embarrassing. Not once, not twice, but every time a different soldier was brought out with an American flag draped over their casket, Joe Biden was checking his watch. Can I get out of here? Mother of the slain Marine uh, uh, said it perfectly. All you Democrats who voted for Biden, you just killed my son. And these psychopaths in the media, the Atlantic, David Rothkop, whatever the hell his name is, 
Headline, Biden deserves credit, not blame, for Afghanistan. Americans should feel proud of what the U.S. government and military have accomplished in the past two weeks. Shoot me now if you actually believe that damn headline. one 877 3 Let's get to some of your phone calls. Uh, let me go to Evan in Philly. You are on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Um, I heard you talking earlier about uh, the uh, weaponry and equipment that was left uh, back there in uh, Afghanistan. And I saw a report from CNN about a week ago, and they list 600,000 M4s, 7,050 cal rifles, and then they list 18 million rounds of 50 cal and 7.62. Now, I thought M4s used 5.56 NATO, so is this 7.62 by 39 or 51 or did our government just supply the Taliban with about 15 million rounds for AK-47s? Do you think they care? I, I actually think, and, and hear me out here, I, I truly believe that the reason why we didn't blow up all of the, uh, the ammunition and we didn't blow up the tanks and we didn't blow up all the stuff the Taliban was getting is because I think they actually want to have a reason for us not to go back in. I, I, I believe that. I think Joe Biden and the and the and these and these crazies. Well, but but again, go back to just hear me out again. If you have this well of an equipped Taliban, now there's way more reason to not ever go back in because they're so well equipped. That you say we don't want to take that risk, right? When they're on donkeys, it's a little bit easier to say let's go to war. But you give them you give them helicopters that they're hanging people from. You give them technology to screen people with bio data, which we did. You give them kill lists of every American left in the country. You give them all the interpreters. No one's ever going to work with us again in Afghanistan. Let's just be honest. This is going to be multi-generational distrust in the United States of America. If we ever went back in, you know what, and we needed an interpreter. You know what the interpreters say? They'd say, go to hell. My uncle, my cousin, my whatever it was, got killed by the Taliban, strung up from a a Chinook, from a Blackhawk, because you guys lied to him and said you were going to keep him safe and you didn't do it. They're going to tell us to go to hell. We did everything you do to make sure that you can never go back into a country if you need to. Our only options now is basically try to get these people out, which there's no indication that America's trying. And maybe bomb them from the air with some drones. They solidified our inability to ever go back in to take out ISIS or Al-Qaeda or any other new group that pops up. And I would argue, Evan, they armed them and they kept them armed on purpose. I would say that's an impeachable offense. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. We'll be right back. You know, I got to say one thing about Donald Trump real quick. Donald Trump never uh, walked away from the media. Donald Trump would answer any question. Joe Biden? Yeah, not so much. Joe Biden? Nah. Why would I? Why would I? Why on earth would I want (laughs) to answer your questions? Thank you and may God bless you all. And may God protect our troops. President Biden, 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 President Biden,
Yeah, just walk away. I don't need to answer any questions. I'm the president of the United States of America. I know a bunch of people just died. I know we left a bunch of people left behind to be slaughtered. Not my problem. I don't have to answer your questions. I'm the president of the United States of America. Oh, and if you think the the State Department's going to get you out, you think the Pentagon's going to come try to save your life, you're an American begging for them to come get you in Afghanistan? Ha, ha, ha. Joke's on you. So what does that look like? How does diplomacy get those people out of the Taliban-controlled Afghanistan? It's not completely unlike the way we do it elsewhere around the world. I mean, we have uh, Americans that get stranded in in, uh, in countries all the time. We do? Wow, that's some breaking news. Americans get stranded in other countries all the time. So calm down. Do they get stranded with the Taliban? Probably not. It's not completely unlike the way we do it elsewhere around the world. I mean, we have uh, Americans that get stranded in, in, uh, in countries all the time. Yeah, not a big deal, folks. We get stranded all the time. You guys just need to calm down. <laughs> just... Lord, help us. We have Americans that get stranded in countries all the time, so everybody chill out, everybody relax. Biden, you know, caused this bot- botched withdrawal an extraordinary success. Because why? Because I said so? Apparently, that's all you need. Don't worry about facts. Don't worry about figures. Don't worry about 10% of Americans left behind. It's a success because I said so, and the media will report it that way. At least at the Atlantic, they will. You should be thanking Joe Biden for what he did over the last two weeks, not criticizing him. The United States ended 20 years of war in Afghanistan, the longest war in American history. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history with more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. What experts? I want to know what experts said that wasn't possible. Can, can you find me experts on the record who said this is impossible? Can, can we go back to Dunkirk for a second? When there were hundreds of thousands of of British troops that were stranded at Dunkirk. What did Churchill do? Let's just, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about history here. He called for fish, fishing boats and little boats and every boat that had no armament, no protection, no nothing to go and get those people, and they got them. They didn't leave behind 10%, 20%, 30%. What did this guy do? Not a damn thing. He had the biggest, most powerful military at his disposal. He could do whatever he wanted to do to the point where we invaded not one but two countries and we won two world wars. And he acted like we couldn't do jack crap to save these people and left 10% behind, said it's a success. And then says we did something with airlifts out of one airport that people said was impossible. Are you in? This is psychotic. No nation. No nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. I agree with you on that point. No nation has ever left 10% of their people behind to die on purpose. I can't disagree with you on that, Joe. one 377 4373 1-877-377-4373. I think that Joe Biden should be impeached over this. I do believe this is a dereliction of duty. I believe he is an actual threat to our national security. And I think that it is, it, is, uh, it is unbecoming of a president of the United States of America to purposely and willfully leave Americans behind. 
knowing that there's no plan to get them, knowing that there's no way to go back in from what we understand and get them. And if you voted for Joe Biden, this is blood on your hands. But again, never trust a party that raises money and advocates for killing innocent children in the womb. This is what you get. They don't value life. I've warned you of this for years. Patty, in my home state of Tennessee, you are on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hi. Hi, Ben. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. I, I really can't say I even blame Joe Biden. He doesn't even have his faculties about him. Um, my blame goes to the people who decided they were going to fortify our election and put him in when it wasn't who was actually voted for. I mean, oh, that but was you got a patty, patty, uh, patty. People were ashamed of the orange man bad. People were ashamed. Hell, I I actually, true story, had a family member who did not <laughs> text me when my first child was born, did not text me when my twins were born, who actually texted me on January the 6th saying, what are you doing to stop this? Those are the type of people that voted for Joe Biden. You know, what are you doing to stop this? Like, well, these are my people doing January the 6th, which, by the way, was not an insurrection. You want to know what an insurrection looks like? Look at Afghanistan. You want to know what an insurrection looks like? Watch Afghanistan. That's an insurrection. Not what happened on January 6th, United States of America. The people on on January the 6th, which the Democrats compared to 9-11, they didn't do it orchestrated. They didn't do it with weapons. They didn't have a bunch of guns killing people. That's what they do have in Afghanistan. But these deranged people truly believe that we were, that Donald Trump was such a bad person because he sent out mean tweets that it was worth it to give the country over to a senile old man that clearly doesn't have his cognitive functions about him, Patty. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, there's people that just don't like Donald Trump. I do agree, but uh, I mean, we need a uh, somebody with power in the White House. We don't need feeble old dementia Joe. I mean, that's just I, here, here's my thing, though, Patty. I don't say it as a knock. I want to make that clear. I don't care how old you are. Uh, if you can lead and if you can be a good leader and you and you I don't, I don't judge you based on your age. Right. I started in radio when I was 12. People judge me based on my age. I just hit 40 a couple of days ago. I've been doing this for longer than I've been an adult. And I don't judge people based on age. All right. Donald Trump, you look at his age, but he has no problem running the, the damn country and blowing up terrorists when you should. Right. It, it, you know, and then and then even today, Joe Biden's out there, Patty, blaming Donald Trump saying, well, I inherited this. No, you didn't inherit Jack. You're the one that didn't listen to the people on the ground, and you're the one that decided to do this. You're the one that has the blood on your hands, and everybody that voted for you, because I warned you about this. I told you you don't vote for a senile old man that can't put two sentences together and doesn't do press appearances or anything else. I warned you. 1-877-377-4348. 1-877-377-4373. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. If you are a podcast listener, make sure you check out my podcast. It's free. Ben Ferguson Podcast. I do it seven days a week. I'd love to keep up with you on my podcast, Ben Ferguson Podcast. Jesse will be back with you tomorrow. Much more coming up in your phone calls.
If a, if a narcissist was to tweet, this is what a narcissist would tweet about the last 17 days. You ready for this? This is a real tweet, Joe Biden. The past 17 days have seen our troops execute the largest airlift in U.S. history, evacuating over 120,000 U.S. citizens, citizens of our allies and Afghan allies of the United States. They have done it with unmatched courage, professionalism, and resolve. Now, our 20-year military presence in Afghanistan has ended. They did do it with courage, professionalism, and resolve. Three things about which Joe Biden knows nothing about or his administration know anything about. You literally went on vacation, bro. You flew back from vacation to give a press briefing, didn't take questions, and went back on vacation, bro. You hid in your luxury estates, bro. You wanted to go back to Delaware to get some sleep, bro. Paid for by U.S. citizens. And then you want to me to say you did a good job? No. Gold Star Father had this to say about Joe Biden on Fox last night. I leaned into my son's mother's ear and I said, I swear to God, if he checks his watch one more time, and that was only probably four times in, um, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't look at him anymore after that, just considering especially the time and why we were there. It was, uh, I found to be the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. This is a little... He's, he's referencing, by the way, the fact that there are so many people now, they're saying Joe Biden just didn't check his watch one time. Joe Biden checked his watch like every time another casket was coming out. Every single time another casket was coming out, Joe Biden was checking his watch. Time after time after time after time after time. Just check that watch, bro. Keep checking it. I was talking with Hannity. He had this to say. A comment on the watch incident. Did you notice the same thing? Another father that was actually asked the same exact question. You're there. You're watching this. What did you think about Joe Biden checking his watch over and over and over again? Yes, I did. Uh, I actually leaned into my son's mother's ear and I said, I swear to God, if he checks his watch one more time, and that was only probably four times in, um, I, I couldn't I couldn't look at him anymore after that, just considering especially the time and why we were there. It was uh, I found to be the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. Uh, what else can you say besides that? This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen a president do ever. It's not just a disgrace to this country. It's a disgrace to every man and woman that served this country, that gave the ultimate sacrifice. It's a disgrace to the family sitting there. The president of the United States of America is there, and he's got somewhere else I guess he needs to be that's more important than this moment? one 877 My uh, call screening side went down. I lost everybody's name, so if... Uh, you guys can get that back up there for me. It's 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 just shocking to see a president not only do that, but walk away refusing to answer any questions on Afghanistan because, and, and I guess the reason why he says I don't need to answer any questions is because I'm right, right? An Afghan YouTuber was killed at the Kabul airport. Many more fear the worst now because they're saying it's happening. It's just straight up happening now.
An Afghan YouTuber was killed at the Kabul airport. Now people are freaking out. What do you do now? What happens now? John Kirby at the Pentagon said, quote, we certainly would have liked to get more people out if we could, but there just wasn't any time. Nope, no more time. Couldn't get everybody out. It happens. But you got to understand something here. You got to understand this is this is all somehow good news, right? Because we're out now and we can grandstand and we can talk about how we got everybody out. Remember, Biden just couple days ago lied to you said we're gonna get everybody home every single person we're gonna get home all of them we will get every american home that wants to come home no that's not true do we even know how many americans are there we have a government that's so incompetent right now we don't even know how many americans are actually still there we have no idea well, let me be clear any american who wants to come home we will get you home yeah We'll get you home. Just kidding. We're not going to get you home. We got 90% of you home, so that's good news. 90% ain't that bad, right? The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. 90% is a pretty good number, right? I mean, it's decent. It ain't that bad. It's pretty good. It's not terrible. Pat me on the back. We did something that no one else was ever able to do. We did something that was amazing. We were able. (laughs) We were actually able to leave 10% behind and tell you it was a success. That's what we were able to do. Joe Biden says it's an extraordinary success. What we were able to do. The United States ended. 20 years of war in Afghanistan, the longest war in American history. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history with more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. I still want to see these experts. Where are these experts? If anyone can tell me where these experts are that said what we did was incredible and it was impossible, I, 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 want, to, I want to meet them and slap them in the face. I don't believe they exist, by the way. And Joe Biden also made sure that he, you know, said, hey, you know, my predecessor made the deal with the Taliban. Donald Trump, hey, he, he made it clear that ain't the case, folks. We cannot let them have that equipment. That's the finest equipment made. That's better than what the American soldiers have. And they're now walking all over the streets with it. That was a horrible thing. The people and the equipment, both of them should have been brought out, and they weren't. And under my plan, under no circumstance, and and literally, I use the expression, I want every nail and I want every screw brought out. Yeah, Trump's plan was we don't leave a damn thing behind for these guys. Nothing. Oh, hey, hold on a second. My predecessor is the guy you should be angry at tonight, not me. Cities, challenges, and threats we faced, none. There are those who would say we should have stayed indefinitely for years on end. They asked, why don't we just... By the, by the way, I, I also want to meet all the people that said we should stay indefinitely because I don't know anybody that was saying that either. Right. He says experts said we couldn't do what we did, getting 90% of the people out. And there are all these people saying we should never leave. I don't know a single conservative 
hawk, right? Like a war hawk guy that was saying we can never leave. I don't know anyone that said that. I don't think, in fact, the majority of conservatives that I know said we need to get out of Afghanistan, but we also need to do it in a responsible manner, and we may have to give support. Otherwise, ISIS or al-Qaeda may take over the entire country. But hey, when you don't value life, you can say things like John Kirby said today at the Pentagon. We certainly would have liked to get more people out, but we just there just wasn't any time to do it, folks. Sorry, we had an arbitrary deadline to, to say we're the guys that got you out of Afghanistan. Right? We're the ones. We did this. We're the ones that got you out. Pat me on the back because I'm Joe Biden. This is my legacy. If you think this guy's running for re-election, maybe he actually thinks he is. I don't know. He, he might actually believe that he is running for re-election. He, that, 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 that is possible. It's true. Maybe he believes that. We got, we got Americans, though, that get stranded in countries all the time. All the time. Scott, or John Kirby, I should say, said this on MSNBC. Admiral, your career, your life, and the building that you work in have been and are built on a core, a core that resounds throughout the military. We leave no one behind. What is the mood? We leave no one behind. Not anymore. We changed that, American policy. We leave people behind all the time. There's people that get stranded all over the world, we're being told now. one 877 4373 Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. Grab my podcast during the great the break. Ben Ferguson podcast. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It is Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. He will be back with you tomorrow. So John Kirby at the Pentagon uh, was asked a question, and this is like MSNBC, close as you can get to socialist communist news, right? I mean, this is like the communist news network. No, that's CNN. That's Chinese communist news network. What do we call uh, it? This is like. Socialism 101 is MSNBC. They're trying to like actually teach it to you. If you're if you're like unemployed and you're woke, what do you watch? CNN or MSNBC? That's a toss. That's a hard one. I I, I mean, which or Bravo? Probably all three. Okay, you just put it like on a on a. You kind of flip like oh yeah, you just kind of rotate right like. MSNBC, it tells you you're brilliant. CNN makes you angry. And Bravo makes you woke. Listen to this conversation with John Kirby saying we certainly would have liked to get more people out if we could. Well, they promised us last week they were going to get everybody out. What changed? What happened? What was different? I'm just curious. Admiral, your career, your life, and the building that you work in have been and are built on a core, a core that resounds throughout the military. We leave no one behind. What is the mood these past couple of days, what is the mood this morning in the E-ring of the Pentagon as people walk around knowing that thousands have been left behind? And what is the relationship today between the Pentagon, the top brass in the Pentagon, and the American State Department? I think uh, we are grateful for the incredible teamwork we've had with the State Department on the ground, uh, certainly in Kabul over the last couple of weeks. But 
writ large across the world. I mean, it's a team effort, and it absolutely was. At each of those gates at the airport, uh, there were there were consular officers working side by side with Marines and with soldiers, uh, trying to do the best they can to process as many people uh, as possible. As for the mood here, uh, look, we're grateful that uh, we got everybody out safely yesterday. That was no small feat, uh, moving those last 800 troops out of the airport safely and efficiently with nobody getting hurt. So I think there's a lot of there's a lot of relief in that. But there's also, as you heard General McKenzie say, there's there's heartbreak. Sure, we 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 certainly would have liked and preferred to get more people out if we could. But the time just wasn't there. And I don't just mean the time on the clock. I mean, the time in terms of the threat. Uh, and it was something we had to keep mindful all the time. You don't want to do anything that's not going to put your troops in danger, but also people around the airport and more civilians in danger. So it was a tough it was a tough decision, a tough couple of days. Uh, but we are re we are re-energizing our commitment to the entire government uh, to continue to work to do what we can to help those that uh, that weren't able to make it out. Not just, hey, if you weren't able to make it out, it's not a big deal, right? Just if you weren't able to make it out, look, we, we want to work with you. Oh, okay, that's how this works. one 877 It's like you're, it's like they're treating you like you're a dog, literally, because they'll leave those behind too. Wendy in Wichita, Kansas. You are on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hello. Hey, Ben, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I hope that you're doing well. I'm doing well, but I'm really really disgusted and just tired of joe he says that we we brought out 121,000 so if we left 10 percent behind we've got roughly 12,100 people there I mean, imagine if that was your family uh, look at the three-year-old kid that they're trying to get out. Look at the, the American kids from the school in California they're trying to get out. Look at the kids left behind at the American uh, University there in Kabul that are now on the hit list. And, and, and this is how stupid this administration is. They actually gave the names of all the students that we want to get out to the Taliban. So now they can go find them and kill them. Yeah, that's just paint a bullseye on them. Now, why doesn't Joe go house to house and explain to every one of those families why their family members were not important enough to bring He home. doesn't have time to do that, literally. He, he's got to check his watch when he's got caskets coming he off planes. Have, he, yeah. I, I mean, tell you what. I, I think Joe Biden was looking at it like, look, they're already dead. What am I doing here, right? Like, you, I mean, if you, if you think about the mentality of a human being that checks their watch while they're the commander-in-chief and their job is to give comfort to Americans who have their loved ones coming off a plane with a, you know, with a flag draped over them who've given the ultimate sacrifice because of your decision, think about how psychotic you have to be to look at your watch in that scenario. And he did it apparently every time there's a new casket coming off the plane. Like, how much longer is this going to take? Man, we're still going. Got another seven to go. Well, that's right there. That doesn't tell you exactly what kind of an idiot is there. Nothing will. I warn people. You, I, I warn people that voted for him. You guys, I, I mean, I mean this. You voted for Joe Biden. This is on you. You got blood on your hands, too, because you were so woke and you were so upset with mean tweets uh, going after the Shah of Iran or the Soleimani or where, whoever it was, right, that, that Donald Trump was tweeting about. He embarrasses me. I'm so embarrassed by Donald Trump. He just, yeah, I can't believe he's the president. We have to get Orange Man out. He's bad. You're not embarrassed by Joe oh Biden? Gosh. I got so sick of hearing that garbage. Well, they won. Elections have yeah, consequences. 
Congratulations, because you, you these these Americans have been told to go to ground, which basically means go underground, hide, and hope that you don't get beheaded or are strung up from a helicopter, or dismembered or shot in the head in the street, or dragged in the streets by the Taliban. This is your president who left you behind and says, right, and I quote, "It was a success because we got ninety percent out." It was a success because we got 90% of you out. Michael, you are on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hi. Hi, Ben. How are you? I'm going to tell you, well, great. But I agree with you that this was all done on purpose, but I am pissed. And there are millions of me, millions of me. So what do we do to come together? Because we can't impeach Biden. We don't control Congress. Well, there's two things. You can publicly shame him, number one. And number two, we can run and win the House and the Senate. And and I believe we have grounds for actual impeachment, not the BS Trump impeachment crap, right? Like, you, you don't impeach somebody because you got your feelings hurt. You do impeach somebody for dereliction of duty, for leaving Americans behind, 10% of Americans behind, to be exact. His words, not mine. That's what we can do. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. We'll be right back with our three. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Well, good evening. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse. He will be back with you tomorrow. And if you just joined us, we got a president that now has lowered the bar so low for success that if you just leave behind 10% of Americans, it's a success. It is totally a success. You should be excited that we only left 10% of Americans behind. Just, Just 10%. A mother of a slain Marine said, quote, you all you Democrats who voted for Biden, you just killed my son. And based on what we've been seeing, I can't disagree with that assessment. Democrats, by the way, refuse to join Republicans. We're also being told. Refused. Let me say that again. Refused to join in the moment of silence. Refused. To join the moment of silence with other Republicans for the fallen soldiers. Absolutely shocking news that that would actually happen. That you would have a group of Republicans and Democrats not join for a moment of silence. I want you to think about how messed up that actually is. This is the Democratic Party. But today is a day... That is supposed to be about success. You're supposed to want to pat Joe Biden on the back because we just left 9, 10% of Americans behind. I want to remind you of, you remember the guy that everybody that voted for Biden was ashamed of because he sent out mean tweets and he embarrassed us and he was going to get us into World War III? Yeah. Remember that guy, a guy named Donald Trump? You want to know how Donald Trump responded to the Taliban when they killed one American? Just one. Take a listen. They're dead. They're dead. As far as I'm concerned, they're dead. They thought that they had to kill people in order to put themselves in a little better negotiating position. When they did that, they killed 12 people. One happened to be a great American soldier, a wonderful young man from Puerto Rico, families from Puerto Rico. And you can't do that. You can't do that with me. So they're dead as far as I'm concerned. And we've hit the Taliban harder in the last four days than they've been hitting over 10 years. So that's the way it is. No, actually, in terms of advisors, I took my own advice. I like the idea of meeting. I've met with a lot of bad people and a lot of good people during the course of the last almost three years. And I think meeting is a great thing. I think that meeting with, you know, you're talking about war. There are meetings with war. Otherwise, wars would never end. You'd have them go on forever. Uh, We had a meeting scheduled, Uh, it was my idea, and it was my idea to terminate it. I didn't even, I didn't discuss it with anybody else. When I heard, very simply, that they killed one of our soldiers and 12 other innocent people, I said, there's no way I'm meeting on that basis, there's no way I'm meeting. They did a mistake, and by the way, they are telling people they made a big mistake. They're saying it loud and clear that they made a big mistake. They're saying it loud and clear they made a big mistake. This is what a real president sounds like. You know what's scary? 
even after Americans were killed, we still were calling the Taliban, asking them to keep our Americans safe. Not a joke. That's how stupid we are. Not us. Let me let me rephrase that. That's not how stupid we are. That's how stupid they are. Representative Biggs had this to say to Biden today about We're going to keep pushing on these various initiatives. Uh, one was uh, was to bring past the impeachment of of. Alejandro Mayorkas, our Homeland Security Secretary, for the crisis he's created on the border. Yeah, he has definitely created a crisis at the border. I think we can all agree on that. Huge crisis at the border. He also went on to say it's time for him to resign immediately. Resign immediately from office. The crisis he's created on the border. We have... We had 19,000, 19,000 um, unaccompanied minors come across in July and over 18,000 again in August. That's a leadership failure. It's a policy failure. This, this group is calling for the impeachment and has introduced a resolution in Congress to impeach Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. This happened, this debacle happened in Afghanistan. It is a leadership and a policy failure. We're calling upon the for the resignation of Secretary Austin and General Milley. This crisis could have been averted if we had had leadership and good policies in place. And ultimately, this comes down to the man himself who always says the buck stops here and then he blames everybody but himself. President Joe Biden, we call upon him to resign immediately. He should, by the way. Joe Biden should resign. He won't because he's crazy. He's out of his mind. He won't because clearly he has no clue what he's really doing right now or how many people are going to die because of his actions. And he's crazy enough to actually believe that he's done some amazing thing. I, I think the most psychotic part about him right now is the fact that he actually believes that he has done some amazing, noble, and just thing for the American people, that he has done something that no one else could, something that no one else could have done. You know, this is the guy just weeks ago said that we we're going to get every American home. Now he's like, ah, oh, we got 90%. That's pretty good. Pat me on the back. But let me be clear. Any American who wants to come home we will get you home. That's a lie. President of the United States of America just lied to every American trapped, left behind. What happens when the first propaganda videos of Americans being murdered by ISIS or Al-Qaeda come out? Is he going to stick by what he said? Hey, at least he got 90% out. Be glad you ain't that dude. Be glad you ain't that child. Be glad you ain't that wife. Be glad you ain't that daughter. Be glad you're not that son. I got 90% of you out. I can't get everybody out. I ain't perfect. One eight seven seven three seven seven forty three seventy three. Let me get to your phone calls. Get some of your reaction to this. Let me go to uh, Mary in St. Louis. You're on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hello. Hi. I haven't stopped shaking in two days. I just want to say a couple of things. <clears throat> Number one, that maggot 
that they propped up in front of a TV camera should never, ever, ever be referred to a president as president of this country. Ever. Never. The other thing is, the other thing is there's a lot of other people who are behind him who are responsible for this crap. And we can start with the State Department. We can start with uh, uh, Hussein Obama. And we can go down the list with, to uh, Ms. Rice and the rest of them. Here's what I'm looking for. Long, I'm looking for short. All right, hold on. I'm not advocating for that. I'm going to dump that. I'm, I'm not going to advocate for that on this show. Okay? I advocate for law and order, not revenge. I want to make that very, very clear. Do I think Joe Biden should be impeached? Yes, I do. That's it. Do I think that Joe Biden is competent? No. Do I think he can handle the job? Clearly not. Do I think as a commander-in-chief he deserves to, to be kicked out of office or he should do the right thing and resign? Yes. But I am not ever going to advocate for that. Ever. We are different than people that want revenge through the ways you just described, which is nothing different than what the Taliban does. That's not what makes this country great. What makes this country great is we have a set of laws. We have a set of of law and order. We have a justice system. We have a system in Washington. If it's broken, we fix it. We don't go. We don't go anarchists. Okay, I, I don't set up my own city like the city of Chop or Chaz when I don't get my way. I don't set up autonomous zones. I don't go out and torch buildings. And government structures and throw paint on things and try to get rid of history. That's not what I do. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. one 377 4373 We'll be right back. Welcome back. It is Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. He'll be back with you manana. Representative Higgins has come out and encouraged Joe Biden to help America recover by resigning, is he right? one 377 4373 Here is what Representative Higgins had to say. President Biden has been in elected office for 50 years. It's arguable that he's not of his, his whole and right mind. We are compassionate people, but we expect performance. And performance right now for President Biden calls for him to step down. His top military advisors, their brothers, they know what to do. They swore an oath. We're asking for their resignation as well. Officially, by congressional resolution, we, the most conservative of us, these resolutions have many, many co-sponsors, original co-sponsors, some of the most conservative voices in Congress at a very difficult time has stepped forward and put their name and reputation on the line to officially and formally call for the resignation of the President of the United States and his top two military advisors. You know, you talk about these top military advisors, and I want you to think about the fact that 
officially this administration forced our military out, right? Leaving because of an arbitrary date. Doesn't mean that people are stopping. Doesn't mean that the Pineapple Express, as they call themselves, is going to stop. Yeah, there's thousands or hundreds and hundreds of Americans stranded. In fact, U.S. citizens are now telling the New York Post they that no one told them when the last plane was leaving, knowing that it might be worth risking their lives to get to that plane. U.S. citizens stranded in Afghanistan say no one told them the last planes were leaving and at what time. I want you to think about this. This is something that Joe Biden today said was a success. A terrified American citizen who is an interpreter for the U.S. military said she is now stranded in Afghanistan because no one told her the last flights were leaving Monday. Wow. Might be important information. Might be something that you might want to know about, right? I just found out that they left, and I was just silent for, for a little while. I found out that the U.S. troops left, and I was just silent for a while. This is an interpreter using a fake name. Said this last night on CNN. I just can't believe no one told me that this was the last flight. The woman, whose real name is not Sarah said she is now more terrified than during any of her missions helping the military over 14 years. Quote, they left us to whom? To those people who want to always kill us? This is my fear, she said. Taliban troops have already reportedly gone door-to-door seeking revenge on those who helped their opposition. It's just heartbreaking. I still had hope that we would leave. Now that will never happen. She said she repeatedly attempted to get through to Mercy Flights at the Kabul airport, detailing how she was instructed to hold up an umbrella and also shout out a code word, but nothing worked, to get past checkpoints and the thousands trying to flee. Quote, if Americans could not help me when they're on the ground, how will they help me when no one is here, she asked. Is anyone going to rescue me? Sarah had previously said she was sheltering 37 people in her house, including 19 children, two of whom are disabled. I can't leave them behind, she said in an earlier interview. Now that Western troops have left, she feels that the people she was trying to protect are now at risk. Now they are more, they are more target than ever before because they are living in my house and I am an American. What is next for us, she asked. I'm speechless. But hey, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said Tuesday that, quote, several hundred Americans remain in Afghanistan after the last C-17 plane left the airport just ahead of the deadline, saying, well, we're, we're still working diplomatically to get them out. Quote, we're heartbroken. Heartbroken? Then you wouldn't have left. You're a liar. So is Joe Biden. He said, we're heartbroken that we couldn't get everybody out, but they still have our commitment. They still have the commitment of this administration. No, they don't. They don't have your commitment. You guys left them to be butchered. They still have the commitment of the administration and the United States, and we're going to do everything we can to to continue to try to get them out of the country and get them out safely. You are a liar. You admitted that your definition of success is 10% being left behind. That's what you said was a success. That is your definition of success. 
You're not trying to save any of these people. You're like, well, we did pretty decent, got 90% out. The bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. If you had a soul and you read that, right, because you read this speech before you got to give the speech that, that Biden gave today, you would read that and go, whoever the hell wrote that line, you're fired. I'm not going to stand up and look at the American people and tell them 90% success rate and 10% of Americans being left behind is somehow something to celebrate. You're fired. No other president that, that I can imagine would have ever said something this stupid, yet there it is in real time. The bottom line, 90% of Americans... The bottom line, like this is actually like, you should be happy. The bottom line is we had 90% out, 10% left behind, maybe 1,000, maybe 3,000, maybe 5,000. Well, hell, we don't even know the real number. We got them out. Megan in Denver, Colorado. You're on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hello. Hey there. So um, I just want to preface my comment by saying that I am a black American Muslim woman who is also a Republican. And I am outraged at what is going on in Afghanistan and in America at the same time for several reasons. I cannot believe that the people who are saying they are woke are actually the ones who are sleepwalking. They voted Biden in to destroy humanity as we know it. And then procreation. And then I have not cried. I lost you. So hold on, hold on, hold on, say that again. Say that again. We lost you there. Oh, I'm sorry. I said I have not cried more. I have ever cried in these last few days of my soul hurting from us leaving behind our Americans and leaving them to these terrorists who kill people in the name of God. I am just disgusted. And I recently had somebody send me a text message last week to tell me that I was right about everything I said about President Joe Biden, or shall I say Joe Biden. Megan, I don't know how anybody, and this tells you about how messed up we are as a country, okay? When when Jimmy Carter was in in charge and Iran happened, the hostage crisis there, and his inaction, he was condemned by both because people didn't give a crap if you're Republican or Democrat. There was an issue of right and wrong. There's a lot of people that still like Joe Biden. We're going to deal with that coming up next on the Jesse Kelly Show. Welcome back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse tonight. So nice to have you with us. And uh, I'd love to keep up with you, obviously. So if you are a podcast listener, make sure you download my podcast, the Ben Ferguson Podcast. Do it each and every day. And I'd love to uh, keep up with you guys that way. If you want to know how bad the debacle is, MSNBC, like the Democratic Communist channel, socialist, woke, whatever. This is what they're now saying about this president. The worst capitulation of Western values in our lifetimes. You left behind. I went to Afghanistan. I arrived a couple of weeks ago. It was a republic backed by the United States, backed by the West. Now it is an emerging Islamic emirate trying to find its way. Trying to find its way. I mean, this is this is MSNBC saying this, y'all. MSNBC is saying it. And this is their, like, nice way of trying to, like, sugarcoat it. Because you have a president of the United States of America that's just lied left and right. 
This is a guy that has lied over and over again, and it's costing people their lives. You know, I'll go back to when he said it. August the 19th, Biden said, and I'm quoting exactly here, if there are American citizens left, we're going to stay until we get them all out. Very next day, August 20th, Biden said, well, let me be clear, any American that wants to come home, we will get you home today. Well, we got 90% of you out. Not, not bad for government work. We got 90% of you out there. Other ones, yeah, you'll probably die. It is what it is, but I, I get to have a press conference on September 11th telling you I'm the brilliant man that got us out of Afghanistan. Who cares if, we, if a bunch of terrorists plan another attack from there? Who cares if they behead Americans that we left behind? Who cares if they torture people that will never work with us ever again that we promised we'd keep them safe? Who cares if we left the military equipment they're using to then hang at people from the helicopters? I got us out. Peter in New York City, you are on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hi. Hey, Ben. How are you? It's a pleasure to meet you. I've been listening to you for the past time, a half hour. Thank you, brother. Nice, and, uh, nice to meet you as well. Definitely liking what I'm hearing, and uh, I agree with everything you're saying. Everyone does. Everyone on outside agrees. And it's not because uh, it's a Republican or a Democrat thing. It's a right and wrong thing. If you critically think for yourself and see what's going on, you'll, you'll know it's wrong. That's basically what it comes down to. It's a – and I, I really – I go back to what I was saying earlier about Jimmy Carter – you know, there we used to be Americans first, then we would get into politics, right? And there were certain things that were non-political. Yeah. Like, like I remember the first time I ever saw the country really come together as a young man. Uh, it was when, you know, Ronald Reagan was ag- advocating for tearing down this wall. And I remember Americans just rallying together in that speech that, that became so iconic. The second time I remember it, well, I was a very young man. I was in Cub Scouts on a Wednesday night. I remember the night that we went to war with a guy named Saddam Hussein, Gulf War, 92. It was a Wednesday night. I was at church in Cub Scouts when the word came that we just went to war. I remember going home, sitting in front of the TV, and watching Peter Arnett on CNN with those green you know, flashes in the air. And I remember America coming together and all of us, not only rooting for, but praying for our American troops and praying for success. I remember after 9-11 where people didn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. But now, Peter, there is still 40-plus percent of Americans that are backing the insanity of leaving behind Americans and this philosophy that Joe Biden is now preaching, which is 90% of Americans out, good enough for us. Yeah, but Ben, I, well, I also want to make this point. You said that we went to war back in 92 with Saddam Hussein. Didn't you just say that? We didn't go to war. George Bush and his crime family started that war. Not enough people are talking about that to point out that it'll affect the well, Look, I, I don't want to get, let me say this. I don't want to get in the politics of that. My point is, okay, let's let's not let's not dive into that, all right? We got plenty of other times we can deal with that. Not tonight. My point is, all right, Americans rallied to support our men and women in uniform and put up those yellow ribbons, and they rallied behind our troops, and they rallied behind innocent people, and they rallied behind American citizens, and and we rallied as a nation and put politics aside. That's the point I'm making about these moments in history. And now we have so many uh, uh, socialists, communists, crazies, 
that backed Joe Biden, that he still has an approval rating above 40% with this fiasco, this debacle. He still has 40% of the country going, doing a great job, Joe. I mean, when you have a White House press secretary that says insanely stupid crap, he still has got 40-plus percent of Americans going, good job, Joe, keep doing what you're doing. Say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home home. We are in touch with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly reach Americans to get them home if they want to return home. There are no Americans stranded is the White House's official position on what's happening in Afghanistan. Right I'm just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans in Afghanistan when I said when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home. We are going to bring them home. And I think that's important for the American public to hear and understand. I mean, this these people are insane. We just stranded 10, quote, 10% to use Joe Biden's numbers. Five days ago, they're like, how dare you say we're stranding Americans? We're not stranding anyone. We don't strand people. Sal, New Jersey, you're on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hello. Hello, Ben. How are you? Thank you. This is the first time I ever got to speak to anyone on a talk radio show. Now, I am also a veteran, so I believe. Thank you for your service, by the way, Sal, to this country. Thank you very much for saying that. But you know what I tell people now? I don't need that thank you. I need the American people to stand together and do do what's right for all of us, Republicans, Democrats alike. This should not matter. But now I want to get back to really something important. Asking uh, and demanding Biden to resign is too damn good for him. He deserves to be impeached. He deserved to be impeached when he started with opening the border the way he did and going forward. I made, I've been active in, I couldn't do, I don't have the income to go to Washington, D.C. I don't have the contacts, but I have the common sense and the So you, you, let me be clear. You think that, you think that Joe Biden should certainly be impeached now over what he just allowed to happen to Americans. See, I, I think you're not the only one, Sal. I think there's a lot of people that agree with you. I mean, look at the 90, this is, you want to talk about unprecedented, and the media will not cover this. 90 retired flag officers have now called on General Milley, Lloyd Austin, to resign over Afghanistan. As the U.S. officially pulled out of Afghanistan on Monday, leaving hundreds, if not thousands, of Americans and Afghan allies behind to be butchered, nearly 90 retired generals and admirals signed an open letter calling for the Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, and Joint Chiefs Chairman, Mark Milley, General Milley, to resign. The letter, published by Flag Officers for America, argues that Austin and Milley either did not do enough to persuade Joe Biden away from a hasty withdrawal from Afghanistan or should have resigned in protest if the president insisted on the plan despite their pleas to the contrary. I couldn't agree with them more. As the principal military advisors to the commander-in-chief, President, the CJCS, and the SECDEF 
were the two top military officials in a position to recommend against the dangerous withdrawal in Afghanistan in the strongest possible terms. If they did everything within their authority to stop this withdrawal and the president did not accept their recommendation, then they should have resigned. They should have resigned as a matter of conscience and public statement. 90 people doing this together is a lot. 90 retired top officials calling these generals to resign is a lot. And yet we got 40 plus percent of Americans that still think Joe Biden's doing a great job. God help us. Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. If you listen to podcasts, download my podcast, Ben Ferguson Podcast. It's free. We'll be right back. I got to tell you, I've really enjoyed spending uh, the last several hours with so many of you. Uh, Ben Ferguson filling in for Jesse Kelly. Jesse will be back with you tomorrow. And again, I'd love to keep up with you. I do a podcast each and every day. You can grab it, uh, the Ben Ferguson podcast. It's free. You can subscribe. I do it seven days a week. And I'd love for you guys uh, to continue to chat with me. You can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook. What, there's all these others. Getter, Telegram. I'm on them all. All right. In, uh, in Instagram, follow me, Ben Ferguson Show, Ben Ferguson Podcast. Uh, depending on uh, which page you go to, you can find me there. Now, uh, just to recap who we left behind, because the president actually wants you to believe that it was a success, that we only left 10% behind. Joe Biden has left behind a three-year-old boy from California stranded in Afghanistan to die. Yeah, I would argue that's pure evil. ABC 7 News, uh, I-Team exclusive, three-year-old California boy stranded in Afghanistan. Sacramento School District confirms 24 of their students are still stranded in Afghanistan. No big deal, right? Again, I don't know why any Democrats uh, would be surprised by this. In fact, I would argue no Republicans should be surprised by this. Never trust a party that actually raises money, and to get elected, you must pledge allegiance to killing babies through abortion. Why, why would you think they would give a crap about the three-year-old that's alive when they'll kill millions of babies in the womb that can't defend themselves? Why do you think that this president would give a crap or the Democratic Party would give a crap about 24 students who are still stranded in Afghanistan from the Sacramento School District if they're advocating and and must pledge allegiance to killing babies in the womb through abortion? Let's go back to the dogs for a second. PETA freaking out, and they should. I'm a dog lover. Because of all these service dogs that were left in kennels left behind that we didn't take back. Working dogs left behind Afghanistan face death or worse. Animal rights groups are now saying, begging to get them out. Also, never trust a party that puts dogs ahead of humans. I'm serious. American Humane Society says U.S. left military dogs behind Afghanistan on purpose. Wasn't an accident. It was actually done on purpose. Remember that famous Hillary Clinton tweet? There's a Hillary Clinton tweet. This is not a joke. This is a real tweet. From February of 2021, I think it was, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now, 219 quote, don't vote for anyone you wouldn't trust with your dog. Look how that worked out. Thanks, Hillary. Finally, you're useful for something. Finally, a quote I can agree with you on. I'm, this is a real tweet, folks. Her actual words. Don't vote for anyone who wouldn't you wouldn't trust with your dog. 
or your daughter. You're all getting there. Come on. There you go. All right. Now you're all, now you all are with me. I know there's some people driving right now like, wait, or with your daughter? What does he mean by that? Is that a cryptic message? Get there faster, folks. Get there faster. (sighs) It's just, Lord help us. Let me go to, uh, is it Jack Quinn? I think I got that right in Pennsylvania. You there? Joaquin Felix. Dude, I, it cut off on my screen here. I apologize, but you've been waiting an hour. I was going to give it a shot, so I apologize for botching the name, but I can only see, like, the first four letters, that, or maybe it's the last four. It's, it's up on the screen weird, so I apologize. Go ahead. It's actually Joaquin Felix. Joaquin, anyway, go ahead. Uh, you know, this whole, thing, this whole thing has been very deliberate. It's all part of an anti-American mob why make America weak again or, or make us weak permanently and bring us into the globalist community just like they want to bring the Taliban in and Iran. I mean, you go back to the Obama-Biden-Clinton administration sending $150 billion or whatever it was in pallets of cash to the Iranians, okay, our enemies, enabling them to allow them to make their nuclear weapons. And then now we give them, not only do we hand Afghanistan over, but we hand over for our sophisticated military equipment, aircraft, you know, and, uh, and then to top it all off, you know, we put all of our special operations uh, around the world into compromised situations, according to a uh, retired special ops former commander. He said that now that none, nobody trusts us anymore. So this really has been very deliberate. And, and unfortunately, the conservatives, they miss one thing. Joe Biden is very dangerous in his demeanor because he's nothing more than a Jeff Dunham puppet with someone's hand jammed so far up you know to work his mouth and basically but he's a very effective orator into the uninitiated who are going to watch and listen to him you know on well dude he's acting here's the thing that scares me the most about him is the fact that this is an individual who i would argue clearly has i think you can agree with me has no desire to run for office again he's acting like a man who's not going to run for office for re-election again it's like I'm going to burn this place down. I'm going to burn this country down. I'm going to leave it in ash, you know, in in, in smoldering ashes, and, and it's going to be because I want it to be a socialist place, and that is going to be what I do. He doesn't care. He really doesn't care. And 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 his own family doesn't seem to be protecting America from him. Stephen, you are on the Jesse Kelly Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hi. Hi, how you doing, Ben? Good. Go ahead. Real quick, um, as far as Joe Biden goes, I actually just feel sorry for him. If you've ever been around someone who has dementia, it's not their fault. I feel sorry for him. The one that I'm repulsed by is his wife, because I can't believe, even though her doctorate is not medical at all, She's still oh, but you got to say, Dr. Jill Biden, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't tell people she's not a doctor. She's Dr. Jill Biden. Come on now. She has a doctorate in elementary education. Well, so she's she really good at math and ABCs. Okay, Stephen, come on now. Don't don't saying. don't be mean. Don't make me hang up on you for, for giving, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to do it, Stephen. I'm going to have to hang up on you. How dare you attack the first lady? She's a doctor. It doesn't matter what kind. Come on. All right, Jesse will be back with you tomorrow. Stephen, thank you, sir.
Don't forget, I'd love to keep up with you on social media, Twitter, Facebook, all those platforms. Get her. I'm there. Telegram, I'm there. Ben Ferguson Podcast. And download my podcast, Ben Ferguson Podcast. Jesse Kelly will be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'll see you back here real soon. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, old spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about America's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org.